Professor Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little dueling club. And with that, welcome to the dueling club, learning one spell at a time. Hello, and welcome to the dueling club, Mal. And I'm Jen. Yeah. And that was a slightly different intro than you've done before. This one was pretty plain. Yeah, a little bit. What happens? Yeah. I think I need to move my mic over this way, only because... I feel like it's not going to catch me the right way, especially since we tend to talk towards each other. It was on the wrong side. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Fixed. Incredible. I I know. Thank you. I was taking that as a compliment I, to I, myself. Wow, wowzers. Yeah. Anyway, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm okay. It's been a minute. It has been. Yeah. Any anything new happening with you? Not particularly. No. No. Here's a little crazy today. Like always. This is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my job's exploding. Nice. Yeah. In a in a what kind of way? Uh explain. So you know how I got a promotion? Yes. Okay, cool. That was a couple, like a month and a half ago, essentially. <coughs> mm-hmm. It's taken this long for it to get announced to the rest of the team. Mm-hmm. So I was doing the team lead stuff without actually having anybody really know that I was the team lead. I was just helping out, like I always do, because mm-hmm. that's who I am. Mm-hmm. So my boss... Um, not this past Thursday, but the Thursday before, we, we have our team meetings every Wednesday. He moved it to Thursday. So not this Thursday, but the Thursday before, he said, hey everyone, so we've created these new positions and so, you know, me, the me. She is the person who is the team lead for this group of people. And this other person is the team lead for the this other group of people within our department. Mm-hmm. Yay. Oh, and my last day is Friday. <sighs> nice. Yeah. He got an amazing opportunity and it pays a whole lot more money. You know, he's got a family to think of. And yeah, he loves our, <coughs> he loves our company Apologies. and it's okay. He loves our company. He loves our department. But he's got to do what's right for him and his family. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So no one is begrudging him that. It's just really poor timing. And a really bad execution. And the worst time of the year. Yeah. Well, there, at least it wasn't June. I was going to say the only time it could be worse is the last week of June. But picking the yeah. second week of December is like... Right okay. up there. Well, the second, I think it's more like the third worst time because if he had done it at the end of March, that would have been bad. That would have been annoying. No, because March is like the lead up to June. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I always thought that just like the fiscal end year for everyone was always just the worst. But I guess not yeah. when you're when you're quoting. It's more when you're processing where it's like the far. Oh, ooh, calm myself. Yes, the freaking worst. Yeah. So, yeah. 
But on the plus side, the manager position is going to open up, so. That's cool. Eh? Eh? I mean, uh, it's not too much of a leap from team lead to team manager, right? True. And that probably has... um, More money. More Kobe beef money. More Kobe beef money. We're getting getting a wagon gun. More like more gas money to drive two hours to visit family. True. Although gas prices have gone down. Yay! But nowhere near what they were before they went up. Yeah. And it helps pay for some of the extra money that I pay for groceries. Because cost of living has gone up tremendously everywhere in the well and in particularly in particularly really (laughs) in particular or particularly in the u.s i saw some video somewhere and i i skipped it after i saw this bit Mm -hmm. but it was like someone who worked in some kind of like government position adjacent like i don't think he worked for a government agency but like they were but like close Yeah. yeah and uh they were having some kind of meeting or something and the guy was upset and like some some government official was like why are you this way basically and he's like because you've proposed an increase for my pay of four percent and the national inflation is like ten percent i cannot live with what you are saying is a good pay raise yeah nobody can right now yeah and i was just like geez yeah, it, it inflation is a little bit less than ten percent right now. Mm-hmm. That's what it's increased, and most places will do approximately two and a half to three and a half percent of a raise. So it's not even covering what inflation has increased everything to. And I was just having this conversation with my best friend over the phone recently, <coughs> where we talked about, you know a dozen and a half of eggs at Walmart. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Well, not even. We we actually talked about how a year and a half ago how I could get 60 eggs at Walmart for $3. Mhm. 60. A year and a half ago. Yesterday, not yesterday. A week ago. I'm sorry. My time is all kinds of wonky right now. But a week ago, I went to Walmart and paid almost $5 for 18 eggs. Mm-hmm. What? Yep. What? Mm-hmm. Where does this make sense? Tell me how this makes sense. You remember the, um, the like, frozen chicken nuggets? Yeah. Or chicken strips as well? Uh, there was a brand that I don't particularly like, to be honest. Um, but their buffalo chicken uh, strips... The bag of it used to be five ninety nine, mm-hmm. and now they are eight ninety nine. Yeah, the quality hasn't gotten better. The quantity is probably lower. It is. Yeah. The bag used to be, I would say, half full. Now it's a quarter full. Yeah. And I'm just like, no. Yeah. I the only thing is I don't I don't know a good recipe for like cooking chicken nuggets and then freezing them yeah without the breading getting messed up so i'm gonna look that up and figure it out yeah well so i can just i can just one day 
for with like five pounds of chicken, just chop them all up and make make nuggets. Yeah. So you got to kind of figure out ways, like you said, to do the things yourself. Um, because groceries are ridiculously expensive. But I was able to just this week mm. buy like eight and a half pounds of boneless, skinless chicken breasts for a little bit over ten dollars. Nice. Because the supermarket near me had a a sale this week, and within the week itself, they had an additional sale for like two or three of those days, where everything instead of being like. One ninety nine a pound. You also got like thirty percent off of that price. Very nice. So you know, I picked up as many as I could because there were other people also picking stuff up. And you better believe I tried to get more yesterday because I have a giant freezer now, like a giant, like the freezer on my fridge is huge. Mm-hmm. That I was like, okay, I can get more. Nope, there is no more to be had. So I'm glad that I got what I got. I've already put it in individual bagging baggies for the servings that we eat mm-hmm. as two people who live together, you know, and that'll help a lot. But not everybody thinks to do that. Not everybody can <coughs> do that. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Which goes well with this chapter. Because you see what having money does in this chapter. And having influence does in this chapter of Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Oh, yeah. we're See? There's a tie-in. There's a tie-in, sort of. Not inflation necessarily, but richy people and not richy. Okay, there is no tie-in. I was trying. Okay. Dang, he just tore me down. Like, he just stared me down without you guys realizing it because obviously you can't see us. But he's like, but really, does it tie in? That was the look you gave me. Is that what you were trying to? A little bit. Okay, got it. So anyway, that's what's happening in my life. Oh, my car broke down. Remember? I remember, yes. Yeah, my car broke down. But that happened uh, when I was like peak sick. Yeah, that happened pre-Thanksgiving. Pre-U.S. Thanksgiving. So I was really, really sick during Thanksgiving time before and a bit after. So I'm not full. Yeah. Okay, just yet. So I think that there's something going around. There's a bug. Particularly in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Where it's like a cold, but not necessarily a cold. It's the flu, but not necessarily the flu. It's not COVID because everybody's testing negative, but it might be COVID because you never know. It could be a new strain whatever and it's taking weeks for people to feel better or over a month for people to feel better um and not for nothing i don't want to be an alarmist but isn't this how covid started just throwing it out there so the thing is for me is uh i thought i had covid i don't know how i got it but i don't think i have covid because the the day before the worst day Mm-hmm. I did a COVID test because at an at-home COVID test yes. because I woke up and I had like some crackers on my desk that I had left that I'd covered mm-hmm. and I uncovered them had a bite and I tasted nothing mm-hmm. literally nothing nothing I was like oh bro please not like this <laughs> sorry the test 
put it down. You have, to, you have to wait the 15 minutes for it to, like, do the whole shaboom. Yeah. Um, grabbed the bottle of Gatorade, took a sip, and was like, I can taste this. But my taste was muted. I used to have these. Why are you grabbing things on my desk right now? No, the little push pins that are magnetic, and they're not actually, like, push pins. I used to have these. Okay, anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I get fidgety. Yeah. Go ahead. You have ADD. I mean, probably. But yeah, Same. go ahead. Yeah. Which makes um, sense because there's a genetic link to, to these go. kinds of things. So it makes sense? Yep. You know, it, it makes a lot of things make sense. Anyway. <laughs> um, but we do, we do not recommend self-diagnosis. Yeah, don't do that. Okay. TikTok can also not diagnose you. Neither no. can WebMD, really. Yeah, don't do that. Don't, because don't do WebMD, that. if you look something up, it'll be like, you have the cancers. And you're like, what? I have a headache. You might, you'll, it, it could be that you're dehydrated or you have cancer. <laughs> like, wow, that's yeah. crazy. So should I have water? Should I talk to my doctor? Like, I don't know. <laughs> little from column A and a little from column B? Yeah, Jesus. Okay, continue. So, I don't know where I was, what I was talking about. I lost my uh, COVID. You took the test. Oh, yeah, and yeah. You tasted my, the Gatorade. My, my tasting capabilities were reduced by, I would say, 75% that day. Okay. Well, that can also I happen if you're very stuffy. Taste. Yeah, I could barely taste anything. Because I know that, isn't it like 70% of taste is actually smell? I don't know the percentages, but yes, a good portion of it. Because I know that I've had really bad colds in the past mm-hmm. and not been able to taste hardly anything. I remember somebody made me chili that had habaneros in it. Mm-hmm. Not just one, multiple. To the point where they couldn't eat it. But I had such a bad cold and they were making such a big fuss about me eating something mm-hmm. that I ate half a bowl and it tasted like cardboard. Can we just talk about how rude that is? What? Well, they're just like, this person is sick. You want to make habanero chili? <laughs> That's what, that has to be one of those things where it's like their person's trying to be a dick a little bit. Just a little bit. I mean, considering who it was, maybe. But I, I think that they were just trying to make it spicy without having to add a whole lot of extra stuff to it. And they underestimated the heat of habanero. Mm. Which reminds me, I have to order... We should talk about this in a little bit. Okay, we will. Well, no, I'm not saying that, but that's something that we can't, we can't talk I, It's fine. Yeah. I was just saying, we, we should order some hot sauces and like figure out distribution. Mm-hmm. Because the ones I want to get are Los Calientes. I want to get the, the red one and the green one. They're so good. Exactly. And I want to get the mustard, the mustard um, scotch bonnet sauce. That's what I'm saying. They're they're actually great. So, we can talk about it later. Yeah. I we have tons of hot sauces in the house. Yeah, but at they, all don't, times. they don't compare to those three. Those three no, are no, 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 no. Like but I'm tier. saying we like hot sauces. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense. But right now is not the best idea because we just spent a crap ton of money on Christmas presents. Did you do the thing I sent you? I did not because I had already purchased other gifts. No, but bro, it was three for the price of two, so we each got one, and we had a third one for whoever, Marianne or something like that, or as a giveaway. I so, have, so. Yeah. Oh, she had the the cold. She's also had the cold. Yeah, it's bad. And and I sent her, like I door dashed her mm-hmm. some COVID tests, some extra um, medicine, mm-hmm. and food. Because I was like, 
you you live alone. Here you go. Fair enough. I wish I lived closer to you so I could help you, but here's what I can do to help. Yeah. And mom was taking care of you, so I didn't worry about that. Yeah. She she yeah, she did it good. Yes. So there's that. I mean <coughs> Also yes. I wanted to be known uh, that the turkey on Thanksgiving mm-hmm. was not my doing. She did it. I at my instruction, but you know how she does things kind of like haphazardly? Because you know that my turkey would have been it, better. Okay. I'm just saying. All transparency. Mm-hmm. I actually never tasted it. Okay, fair enough. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know that you had given her instructions on it mm-hmm. until after everybody had been served. There's a whole other thing that you missed, but whatever. We're not. We'll talk about that later. Um, until everyone else had served themselves or been served, mm-hmm. so I didn't have any. Okay. And. So our sister doesn't listen to the podcast, uh-huh. and if she did, I wouldn't care if she heard this she because I don't. She just doesn't. Uh, yeah, whatever. She likes to pretend that she's supportive, but she's not. Anyway, um, the food was. Sneh. So the thing is, is that you get so the mac and cheese. It was like kid mac and cheese. It was literally box mac. It was which, multiple boxes of mac and cheese. Which is fine because sometimes I like to have kid mac and cheese because it for nostalgia purposes. But where where However, was the bacon? Not... Where was the breadcrumb? Where was the extra cheeses? Where it was dry. I was like, bro, there's no way. Well, because you can't make that kind of mac and cheese and then put it in like a chafing dish to try to to try to keep it warm you can't do that like that's made in a pot and you serve it out the pot like that's it and if you're gonna doctor it up then you doctor it up then you can put it in the shaving dishes to keep it warm but other if you apply too much heat to it after it's ready it dries out yeah but so for me i I had a piece of the turkey Mm -hmm. and mom was like everyone loved it oh my god okay in her defense, turkey uh-huh. is typically bland and dry. Yeah, but you've had my apex turkey from from like four yes, years ago. But it's it was not literally incredible. But however, uh-huh. not comparing it to that, comparing it to typical turkey, it was from what I hear, it was good. The thing is, is that the dry brine mm-hmm. was only half as long as it should have been. Mm-hmm. She probably didn't dry brine it as I had told her. And But she, she did the best she could. She did she one hundred percent didn't use any sugar when she was supposed to uh do the coating or orange zest. And I could tell immediately. I understand that. Within her capabilities, she did the best she could. We are going to say that it was probably okay. Not as good as if you had made it. I tasted it. Okay. It was fine. Yeah. But like, I don't want my stamp of approval on it when I don't. Yeah, but it's not like your stamp of approval for your turkey. No, it wasn't your turkey. It was her turkey. It was inspired by your turkey, sort of, but it wasn't your turkey. Yeah, but so you can give your stamp of approval on her version of turkey, and and not claim that it's yours. 
because she was like, oh yeah, you know, Alvaro told me how to make these dish. That's my name, by the way. How to make these dish. And I was like, not like this, but okay. Please don't. (laughs) But it wasn't, everybody enjoyed it. Okay. So it's okay for her to, for you to give your stamp of approval on something that everyone enjoyed. Yeah. I would say that that was probably the most tasty thing there. Yeah. Um. So let's give her her credit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, um. The rest of it was all right. So, hear me out. If I wasn't sick, you know what I would have, what I would have done? I know what you would have done. My ultra turkey. Yeah. I would have done the uh, firecracker chicken that I make. Mm-hmm. And I was going to do um, the... The mashed potatoes. The mashed potatoes. The, 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 the French one. And the, yes. Yes. I got a racer, by the way. Like a potato racer. Good stuff. Good stuff. Sorry, I have these in my hand to, to help me fidget. I know. Anyway. I, we've already discussed it. I probably do. We're not even going to go there. Yep. Okay. Um, but that's why I was very happy that there were two Thanksgivings because, mind you, I wasn't feeling well either, but it was kind of just like all of the moving had finally caught up to me mm-hmm. and my body just wanted to not do anything. I made myself do stuff anyway. So I came over here, but really late and mom was upset because I was late and we talked about it and everything's cool because she understands and whatever. We're good. We're adults. We can have an adult conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, we ended up going to his family's house afterwards and I spent most of the time curled up on a couch because mm-hmm. I did not feel good. However, I did eat at their house and even the deep fried turkey that was cooked a little bit too long was good. It's deep, it's deep fried turkey. Dude. Yeah. But I mean, like, it was nice and juicy. It was a little Cajun on the extra crispy parts. Um, But it was still good. And Nothing all the other... Some blackened turkey. It's fine. Yeah. Um, it was... It was awesome. To, to see all of them together, even mm. if I was doing it from a couch. You know, one day... I might do a deep fried turkey. It just requires equipment that I don't have. Yeah, no. So, anyway. But it sounds, it it looks delicious. It's really good. Yeah. Last year, it was, it was for real blackened. Like, (laughs) super duper blackened. This year, it was still a little blackened, but it was, it was more Cajun than blackened. Mm. You know? Yeah. Um, But it still had some extra crispy parts. (laughs) Um... And, you know, <laughs> we joked around that we're going to get him a new thermometer because clearly the one he has sucks. Yeah, I, it's one of those things where you can't let it go. Like, if it says, if your recipe says it's done in 50 minutes. Check the, it the, at the 40. La- the latest you can get it out is like 55. Yeah. Because even five minutes over is kind of a little much. Yeah. So, anyway, <clears throat> we've caught up now. Let's actually Roughly. get back to Harry Potter stuff. The one thing I will, I will mention, and it is Harry Potter related, okay. is the video I sent you with being able to summon a Graphorn and arrive yes. in the new it game. It looks like like Dude. Pokemon met Harry Potter, and I'm it's I'm so, here for it. It's it looks so good. Yes. Um. 
did you see they're finally advertising like heavily advertising that wand that I showed you where you can do the app on the phone oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah like I like that I like that a lot um I can't wait till the game comes out I can't wait and I, just... I think I will I think so I want it for the PS5 obviously stupid exclusive thing but I also want to get it for the Switch so that I can have it well, on like a handheld. You're good. That comes out December of next year. Yeah. So. <clears throat> no, it's supposed to come out February. They changed it. Look. Okay. It doesn't matter. It does matter. We'll look at it later. For the Switch, December 31st. Oh, goodness. PS5. Press PS5. No collector's edition. Anyway. I weep. So let's get back to... Openly. More Harry Potter stuff. No, I cry. You can cry later. Cry on your own time. I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> That's what my two-hour drive home is for, okay? Okay, well. At least we're open about it. <clears throat> I mean, if I had to, I guess I could. <laughs> don't make that face. I'm kidding. I, I don't. Whatever. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> now that this has gone in a completely different direction, let's get it back on track to Harry Potter, please. Um, Where we are talking about Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Yes. This is season <clears throat> six, chapter six. Episode six, because the bonus episodes have their own numbers. Many sixes. I know. Let's let's break that up a little bit. So, evil. Yeah, it's a little evil. That makes sense. We're talking about Draco. Anyway, so let's do a quick little recap. Goodness gracious, let's do a little recap of what's happened so far. So. Recap is um, Harry's at the the burrow. Burrow. There you go. Um, no, I was gonna say the Weasleys, but okay. Harry's at the burrow. He wakes up. Hermione's there. Ron's there. They're like, "Yeah, you're here." Um, what's up? And then Jenny comes in, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I hate her so much." And we find out that she's not talking. The her she's talking about. Is not her mom. It's Flem. Flem, aka Fleur de la Coeur, who is there? Why is she there? Cause she's going to marry Bill Weasley. Dun dun dun. Next summer. Next summer, and everybody dislikes her. And by everybody, I mean Mrs. Weasley and Jenny and, and Hermione. Hermione, because well, Mrs. Weasley because she's marrying Bill. Ron is still smitten. Anyway. Yeah, but that's um, because she's part Vila and he can't help it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they get their results for their owls. Yes. Hermione does as well as you expect. Yeah. If if you have one edition of the book, she got 11 owls. If you have another edition of the book, she got 10. I'm going to go with 11 because that's the edition I have. And Hermione is boss. True. And I, I don't want to live in a world where Percy has more owls than Hermione. True. So. Yeah. Um, 
And, or the same amount. I just, yeah. I just, it doesn't, no, no calculable yeah. to me. And Harry confides in Hermione and Ron about everything that's been happening and the prophecy that he actually heard it. And basically the prophecy says one of them, uh, neither of them can live. While the other survives. While the other survives. So that's what we have. And they're going to well, have to figure how, out how to get their stuff. The big the big end is, uh, well, not the big end, but the end of the chapter is that Harry is sad that he can't be in order. Oh, yeah, because he didn't get a, because he got an E for his um, potions, potions. As opposed to an O. As opposed to an O, because he knows that newt level students have to have 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 to have received an O in their owl to or be able else to Snape continue. Or take them. Yeah. Um, Which is interesting that the teachers decide like that. Yeah. I I would feel like an O is sort of the icing on the cake. I feel like E should be good enough to take any class at the newt level. Because if there are expectations and you're exceeding them, then you are far and above an average C student, right? You are. Yeah, you're you a are, B student at that point. Yeah, you're like clo- you're close to an A. Well, exceeds it, expectations. Outstanding would be an A. Yeah, but but you're like right there. Like a B plus. I get it. I understand. But I think it's also like. For example, when I was, the last time I was in college getting a degree, I worked for a, I I worked in a professor's lab. The professor who is, if not at the top of his field, second only to the person who created that kind of therapy. If he gives a recommendation to any organization on behalf of someone it's going to carry more weight than some random professor mm-hmm. I think that that's what he's trying to do like his name means something when it comes to potions so he's not willing to take somebody on who doesn't have what he considers the level of commitment that you need to do this especially if it is a requirement to keep people safe. But hear me out. Um, or he's it, just evil. It should be a person-by-person person basis as well if they have an E. Because hear me out. So let's say someone only got an E, right? And they're like, yeah, my 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 dream job is being a potions master. Like, you fell a little short. That's not... You, should, like, you can't. You yeah, know? but even if he did it on a person-by-person person basis... With Harry, he would have been like, so sorry for you, O to the well. Yeah, but then yeah. Harry could have just hit up McGonagall, like, you know, or something, his head of house. McGonagall. And figured, so, that's, that's why yeah. I said her, but I would say the command structure is head of house and the yes. headmaster, no? So talk to her and been like, I feel like he's being prejudiced and let's not pretend like he hasn't before. Come on. And she'll be like, all right, you're fair enough. And probably hit up Dumbledore or something and he would have... Taking that class. I mean, Snape could have spite failed him, but then again. No, Snape shown. would have spite failed him. True. I mean, Snape tried to on many occasions. True. 
Um, and I get it, but like I said, it's one of those things. It depends on whose recommendation you're getting and if they think that you're prepared for it. Oh my God, do you think Neville got a tea in potions? Oh, yeah. Oh my God, how do you explain that to his grandma? Um... I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I think his grandma would be like, oh, it's from Snape. It's fine. Like, I think that's what she would say. No, but. Or he doesn't know what he's talking about. Don't worry about it, baby. Especially now, since he's one of the the main people. But hear me out. Yes. It's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Because she, she probably would have been okay-ish with it. Because it's after yeah. the battle of the ministry where. He literally fought side by side in a way. With Harry Potter. With Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix and Dumbledore. And yeah. All that. That's how she'll see it, right? Yeah. So, like, she's super proud of him. And mm-hmm. she's just been like, whatever, potions potions are soft anyway. It's a soft subject. Yeah. So, poor, poor Neville. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. He got a, he got a pee. I actually saw something mm-hmm. on... I want to say TikTok or mm-hmm. Facebook where where it was like everybody wants to talk about this redemptive arc for Snape. But let's not pretend for one second that if Neville had been the chosen one and nothing happened to Lily that he wouldn't still be a Death Eater. He stopped being a Death Eater because it directly affected the woman he was in love with. Mm-hmm. If it had been Neville, he wasn't in love with Alice, Neville's mom. He would still be a Death Eater. So he didn't turn over to the light side or the right side or the good side, however you want to think because of it. Because he was a good guy. Because he, he was a good it. guy. Yeah. It was because of Lily. Well, the thing is, is that everyone has that moment or that thing that can fundamentally change them. Yeah, but he was still a jerk <coughs> to everybody else all the time, including Lily's child. He, he was a jerk because of his upbringing and what he dealt with growing up. His father, who hated him. And yes, mother, I understand that. And but then you going don't... to Hogwarts and then being bullied by this group of kids his entire time but if he was changed because of his if we're going to say that he was changed because of the way that he felt about lily and her death why would he then treat her child regardless of who he looks like because that is her child why would he do that you would think who's this no 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 no. we're we we in that in using that logic you're confounding what it means to be a good person he's not a good person oh no that's no, the thing no. no if people argue that he's a good person because he stopped being a death eater because of the whole threat on Lily's life that's not the case at all oh no he's a terrible person he he's not by i don't think by nature he's a terrible person i think that what has happened around him and to him turned him into a terrible person. The thing well, is, is that the, the popular good kids, the Gryffindors, bullied him to the point that he found friendship with people who were, who liked the dark arts and he excelled at the dark arts as well. 
And so he was pushed into a position of growing alongside bad people. I understand that. I understand that it made it easier for him, like you just said to me off this, mm. that it helped him grow al- alongside them and and make it was easier for him to make bad decisions. However, you have to be okay with making the bad decisions. Yeah. You, sh- you can't be like, okay, the bad decision is here. The good decision is here. It's easier to make the bad decision than I'm going to do that. No, it it's regardless of the ease of making said decision, you shouldn't be making the bad one. Yeah. I mean, again, bad people can make good choices just like how good people can make bad choices yes i don't think that he is inherently a bad person i don't think that there are a lot of inherently bad people in harry potter even draco i don't think is a bad person i think that he was nurtured into thinking that he's better than everyone else and everyone should respect him and so when people don't respect him because they don't care is she on her back right now (laughs) yeah she's like <laughs> I love it. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, so his they're, dad. They're both the undiagnosed AD, ADD, ADHD. True. <laughs> um, that her uh, Draco's upbringing convinced him that he's basically better than everyone else. But here's and the thing: everyone should respect him because he's a pure blood. And so people don't show him the respect that he feels like he deserves. He pulls that I'm I. Your half blood or whatever. Not he doesn't say it exactly unless he calls you a mud blood, which he does. But do you see like yeah, it's, I it's don't, not that he's inherently. I don't a necessarily bad think that his redemptive arc is all that good either. So it's not. And, I, but that's a which good, is why I don't accept either of them as good people. But th- that's I think the thing. that Draco has more of a capacity to change because he's younger and he's able to make better choices but we see but we see snape making wrong choices all the whole time he is a teacher for goodness sakes he is a person of authority and he uses that authority to make children defenseless children children who can't get away from him feel like crap to the point where neville's worst fear when you look at the the bogart or bogart whatever you want to call it is him Okay, but he saves Bill's... Uh, Bill, no, Charlie. Like you said, even bad people make good choices every once in a while. Yeah, but he has, he does both. I, I can... There's, there's certain things that in my brain are hard stops that are... You cannot go past this you cannot pass go you cannot collect two hundred dollars there is nothing that you can do that will make you a decent person in my opinion and one of those is me mistreating children especially if you're an educator especially if you are in a position of authority mistreating children is a hard pass for me is a hard no is a hard line in the sand for me and that is snape okay so that's fair and i think i say that every time this comes up Mm -hmm. sorry i will we're gonna bring it back to a place where we're not talking about hard no's so this is the thing the first thing that snape ever did was try and protect lily from her verbally abusive sister. 
Yes. So he did a good thing. Okay. We go off to Hogwarts and the next interaction that we see with Snape is him being bullied by James. Mm-hmm. Well, no, the first thing, the next thing we see is that they get sorted and they get sorted into different houses, which separates them. But she's still around him and still treating him. But like how him. how around someone can you be when you're in different houses? They still you, take a lot of classes together. We've seen it in the in the books and in the movies that Slytherins and Gryffindors. They have maybe two classes together, Jen. Yes, but they can still study outside of those classes together. They can still do things. But once you've made friends in your house, you're going to stick with them. Like Harry, Harry, have you seen Harry ever, ever, ever hang out with anyone from Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff yes. or Slytherin? Luna Lovegood. But that's incidental. He never seeks her out because he's made friends in his house. So he sticks with them, just yeah, like but Snape I don't had think to that as he's, well. I don't think that he's a good example of it necessarily. Um, I there are no examples of it, though. That is what I'm. I, I was going to say, but there aren't any good examples. But I don't think that he's a good example because he would just latch on to the first friends he ever made, which were Ron because of the whole situation at Platform Nine and Three Quarters, or mm-hmm. trying to get onto Platform Nine and Three Quarters, and Hermione. Because they just, she just happened to always be around, and eventually they just hung out. And I wouldn't say to the same thing. Well, because he they didn't seem like si- he was, because they- he didn't seem like he was a very trusting kid, from what we. But they came see. from they came from similar households where they they live in abusive households, and so the first friend that Snape's that Snape makes, he's gonna try and cling to. He tried to cling to Lily. Yeah. They got sorted into different houses. So they can't spend as much time together. They don't. Have, they can't go to the same common room. So he has to find people who are within his immediate area to be friends with. And so he becomes friends with other Slytherins. And at that time, Voldemort was already big. Voldemort was already amassing followers. And so it's safe to say that the followers that he had... One of them being Lucius. Yes. One of the fo- some of the followers that he had, their kids are attending Hogwarts and are in the same area as Snape, and so well, Snape befriends Lucius them. Lucius was was also still in school. I think he was when Snape went no, in. I don't think. Yeah, so. I think he would have been either a seventh year, or oh, he might have been. He might have yeah. been. It's a big window. It's seven yeah. years. I mean, so yeah, it's possible. It's very possible. But the thing is, is like. Okay, but, but that, if, that stands to reason that... if the that. head boy is looking out for you... <clears throat> exactly. And he's like, hey, when you get out of school... Like... that, When you get out of school, uh, I have an opportunity for you. Yeah. To shine. To be with people who are like you and will like you. And... And... Andromeda <clears throat> and Narcissa and Bellatrix would have been... Uh, maybe a couple of years older than him. So they were probably fifth and sixth years. <coughs> mm-hmm. So that's the thing is that because of but circumstance. But it happens because Andromeda was a Slytherin and she ended up with... After after school, she met Bill Tonks. No, they met during school. How do you know this? I've read up on it. They didn't start dating until afterwards, I believe. But they met 
Wait a second. Wait, a Flynn Flarnon set. I'm not. I'm not using this as as a as a thing. Nope. This is this is weird. I'm gonna click back. Yeah, we're gonna pretend like we didn't just look at the the Harry Potter Wikipedia. Um, no, no, that 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 has to be some like fan thing. That made that made no fun. No, no hacking sense. Notice he doesn't finish that. There's an F and a U, and then it trails off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I did that, by the way. Yeah. So I'm just p- pointing that out. But we're not going to talk about that right now. We're just going to keep going. Um, There's really not a lot about... No, there there isn't. So we're going to keep it moving. Um, yeah. So there we are. Um, let's actually get to most of the chapter because that was all about the recap um so because of everything that's happening uh harry stays at the borough for a few more weeks um and he's super happy about being there he gets to play two aside quidditch with um hermione ron and jenny and hermione's rubbish and jenny's pretty good so they're on a team and Harry is Harry and Ron is Ron when it comes to Quidditch so they're on a team so he actually says that they're pretty evenly matched Mm -hmm. so that's fun and while he's there it's his stay is accented by stories of disappearances odd accidents and even deaths reported almost daily in the Daily Prophet like this is what uh, JK does a really good job of showing what this is what war looks like that unfortunately the people that you get used to seeing around like Florian Fortescue he was the the ice cream guy Mm -hmm. who helped him with his homework in um, (coughs) Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban yes so three years ago helping him with his homework that guy who was super nice just gone yeah we another thing is that we don't know why Fortescue was targeted it could have been because he just didn't want to close shop or whatever or and they mention that he's just gone they don't know why looks like Ollivander's gone too they don't know why the shop's just empty and someone is like but wands oh it looks like it's jenny but wands what'll people do for wands they'll go to other wand makers yeah olivander's the best but they'll have to do and again kudos to jk for writing this so well that's what happens in in times of struggle yeah, we would like what we're used to, but if you can't get what you're used to, you'll just have to do. Um, and it's also mentioned that Igor Karkaroff, the missing former headmaster of Durmstrang, or the way you said it, say it. What? Durmstrang. Durmstrang. Yes. 
uh, was found dead with indications that he had been killed by Death Eaters. Chanel. And that was a year later. She's like, she's like biting her foot and it's making weird slurping sounds. Please stop. Yeah. I, I, I hate it so much. Ma- I was going to call her Marley, which is my cat's name. Same energy, to be honest. <laughs> Same energy. Chanel. Hey. Cut it out, please. That wasn't a call for you to come over. Oh, well, she's here now. But it's okay. It's okay, baby. Anyway. She's adorable. So, little eyebrows. So we apologize. But we're taking a little bit of a of a Chanel break. Yes. Um yeah. So my final point, by the way. Yes. But in the Snape thing, really quick. Just, I think, oh I think no, no, I'm just gonna finish we're it. done with I'm the Snape thing. We're I'm done. just gonna finish it. I don't think that he started off as a bad person. I think he became a bad person. And I think that nothing convinced him that he should be the other way besides Lily's attack. Lily's impending doom. Well, I mean, in general, I think that children are inherently, I would say, good or neutral. If you're going to use good as a judgment call, good or neutral beings. Um, Except in the case of extreme psychopathy. Oh, oh, uh... In, in the next, yeah. this is a spoiler, but again, it doesn't matter. Spoiler. Um, George is the one who gets hit in the ear next. Yes. Right? Okay. Snape saved him. But Snape was also the one who got him. Yes, but Snape was using that spell to try and stop a Death Eater from killing him. But unfortunately, he took his ear off. And that is something that is factual from the book. I understand, but even a broken clock gets the time right twice a day. He's done good things, even though he's a bad person. Moving on. That's all I'm going to say. He's done good things, even though he's a bad person. Moving on. So, Igor Karkaroff was found. It looks like he's been tortured. And everyone's like, yeah, I'm surprised he made it a year. Like I mean, he survived a long time. Yeah, he he really he really did. Yeah, respect it. Eh, that whatever. No respect so, his survival skills. Oh not yeah, him. Uh, yeah, yeah. So book lists arrive. Even with all of this happening, they have to go. They have to get their books. So remember how it happened in year three, where they had cars. Hold on, hold on, hold it. Hold your horses. Yes. Along with their book lists comes the information that Harry is the new Quidditch captain for Gryffindor. Yay! Which puts him on equal standing with prefects. Yep, allowing him to use their, their bathroom so he can finally <laughs> use it without, you know. Yeah, and Hermione's like, you could use our bathroom. Like, that's really what he's worried about. Not the fact that people are disappearing, not the fact that people are being murdered, well, and that he found out that neither of them can live while the other one... There's comfort in mundane. Yeah. No, and I get it. I get that. <laughs> but I just, I think it's funny when you look at it from the outside. Not funny, haha, <laughs> but funny, strange when you look at it from the outside. Like, that's what she's going to focus on. The use of a bathroom. Okay. Moving on. 
But it is a luxurious bathroom. Exactly. I would love to use that bathroom. Oh, my God. Well, you're... Same. Anyway, so they get their shopping list, and just like they did in year three, there is a ministry, a set of ministry, one of the special ministry cars um, waiting for them in the front yard. Yes. Um, And they're off to Diagon Alley. Not Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley, because we don't want to end up in Nocturne Alley. Um, and guess who's there with them to go to go look at stuff? Oh, Hagrid. Yes, Hagrid's there, and <coughs> which is good because Mrs. Weasley, because Molly. Hagrid is good. Well, because Hagrid is good, but also because poor Mrs. Weasley is so worried. Oh, um. Really quick. Yes. We didn't talk too much about it, but um, Robbie Coltrane passing away. Nope. I can't right now. Okay. I can't right now. We're not going to. Nope. Moving on. We will mention it in the next one. I cannot right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yes. Ha- uh, Hagrid is there. Molly's super happy because Hagrid is there. And, you know, hopefully everything can be done quickly and please stick together and all of that wonderfulness. The first thing they do is actually go to Fred and George's joke stop shop. Weasley, wizard, wheezes. I'm stopping you. I have to read this. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, um, obviously the first stop would typically be Gringotts to get their gold. But Bill, who works for Gringotts, actually got like a sack full of money from Harry's vault for him to use for his shopping because security is so tight that it would take just way too long for them to um, go and get their money. Um, So they they end up going to Madame Malkin's uh, robes for all occasions and Harry, Hermione, and Ron have a nasty encounter with Draco Malfoy and Narcissa, which is an incredible back and forth, by the way. Where they don't even pretend to be cordial at all. No. There is like, you know, it's heck tough. your husband, he's in Azkaban, ha ha he he. Mm-hmm. And Narcissa's like, he's not going to stay there, but you know where you're going to stay? In hell, when we kill you, ha ha ha. Kind of weird, like, the threat. there's just threats back and forth and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and, and the whole time, like, when Madame Malkin is trying to to measure him for robes and whatever. Bless you. Bless you. Thank you. Excuse me. Um, he's like, watch where you're sticking that pin. And he keeps moving his arm away from her. His left robe sleeve. Yes. To be exact. He's like, watch it. And she's like, I wasn't anywhere near. Stop it. He you jerks know? his arm away, claiming she struck him with a pin. And he and his mother quickly leave. Yeah. And hello, my beautiful. Madam Malkin is like, you stop that. And yeah, she just needs some lovings. I know. (laughs) Um, she literally climbed me and is just like, here. Narcissa says, You're right, Draco. When he's like, Let's get out of here, I don't think I want these anymore. Narcissa's like, You're right, Draco. Um, with a contemptuous glance at Hermione. Now I know the kind of scum that shops here. We'll do better at Twilfit and Tatting's. She's so cute. 
She is. Um, and Madame Malkin is like, well, really? Like, she's all in a huff. But it's it's like, so, why? A woman, a grown woman and teenagers. Like, she's going to argue with teenagers. I get it, though, because those same teenagers were the ones who, in her mind, sent her husband to prison. But he sent, himself he sent his own damn self to prison. Yeah, so he sent himself to prison <laughs> for being... He you know, tried to kill them, <clears throat> and he's helping the Dark Lord. Yeah, I was going to so, say, like, their, their conflict is kind of ageless at this point. Yeah. Oh, my god. Harry goodness. could be a toddler, and she'd still be like, sending you to toddler hell. <laughs> like, okay, chill. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> sending you to toddler hell. Yes. Yes, she would send him to toddler hell. Um... So then, you know, oh, I say things. <laughs> so, so then uh, they were in there by themselves because Hagrid was like, yeah, you can go do that. And when they came back out, Hagrid was like, oh, Harry said, did you see the Malfoys? And Hagrid's like, yeah, OK, don't worry. Don't bother him. Don't start no trouble. There won't be no trouble. Leave it alone. And they're like, OK, fine. And they make it back to to going to Weasley wizard wheezes whatever yeah Weasley's wizard wheezes okay I was right and they go and <laughs> before they even walk in there's a flashing yellow sign <laughs> oh it's purple like the ministry ones with flashing yellow letters that says why are you worrying about you know who you should be worrying about you know poo the constipation sensation that's gripping the nation. I that's mean, so awesome. I mean, that, that slaps, to be honest. And Mrs. <clears throat> Weasley is aghast, is the only word that I can come up with. Because mm. she's mouthing, you know poo. She's fla- I didn't need, flabbergasted wasn't enough. Aghast. Like... Who uses the word aghast? You know who? Me. Um, and she whispers, they'll be murdered in their beds. <laughs> She's true. Oh, which I mean, in these times, people have been murdered for less. Well, when half of true, but also the fact that like half of dying on alley is closed, closed, they're booming. Yes, that's huge. A full store, people buying things left and right. And it's it's not even it's if it was something small like dung bombs like you can get at um, Zonko's mm-hmm. then sure in Hogsmeade sure it cool whatever no they have some pretty awesome things um, self inking spell checking and smart answer quills yes like these quills are just gonna do it which all are for which you. are um banned at hogwarts yes and then they have daydream charms where there's a simple and it says on it one simple incantation and you will enter a top quality highly realistic 30 minute daydream easy to fit into the average school lesson and virtually undetectable side effects include vacant expression and minor drooling not for sale to under 16s so an interesting thing as well that I d- didn't realize until the thinking of the things that they're selling, mm-hmm. they also bred magical creatures to sell in the store. 
Yes, we'll get the, there in the a second. Puffs. Yes. But do you know how impressive that level of magic has to be for Hermione to be impressed? Yeah. She actually says, you know, that really is extraordinary magic. Hermione, mm-hmm. Little Miss 11 Owls. Well, it's a real sadness that Dumbledore doesn't come to the store and be, and he's just like, wow. Yeah. Like, I know they didn't finish. But like, you know what? Let's just give them their diploma. Like, I like, Look at this. This is yeah. all incredible stuff. And um, <laughs> then they hear a voice behind them that says, for that, Hermione, you can have one for free. And it's Fred <laughs> beaming at them. Um, and, you know, they look at it and Hermione's like, listen, I need you to do something about this. And she points at her eye, her black eye, her black eye. And they're like, oh, our punching telescope. We forgot that was there. Yeah, we we have something to help you. Come on back. And they're like, we had to figure it out real quick because we were testing stuff out on ourselves. Yeah. So, the interesting thing is that the shop doesn't just have joke items. They have uh, the pygmy and, puffs, like you yes. said. They also have love spells. Love potions. Love potions. That, that aren't as as advanced as um, they could be. Because there are some that are very long-lasting and can be dangerous. Um, but it's like, yeah, you can totally make this. Yeah. And buy it here. So, we, we find out later... I'm going to do a little little jump ahead. But you can't actually make someone fall in love. You can make them feel infatuation towards someone. But depending on which type of potion you use, it lasts, like you mentioned, either quite a while or not enough. Or they have to be dosed regularly, basically. Yes. Um, But, you know, the girls are kind of interested in it. Yes. And um, Except for... And I think we're we're jumping ahead because you mentioned that they make stuff for the ministry as well. Well, they make they make so they make self defense items as well. I didn't mm. get to finish that thought, okay. but in the back of the store they do have a self defense section, yes. and they do have a contract with the ministry because they have equi- equipment that are self shielding. Yeah. So they actually said, "Funny how it happened. You wouldn't believe how many people, even people who work at the ministry, can't do a <laughs> decent shield charm." Of course they didn't have you teaching them, Harry. Hey, let's go. Hey. That's right. Well, we thought shield hats were a bit of a laugh, you know. Challenge your mate to jinx you while wearing it and watch his face when the jinx just bounces off. But the ministry bought 500 for all its support staff. Mm-hmm. And we're still getting massive orders. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's awesome. So they've expanded to shield cloaks, shield gloves. They won't do anything against unforgivable curses, of course. But if it's minor to moderate hexes or jinxes, that's cool. And then they started go- coming up with like instant darkness powder. Peruvian instant darkness powder. Hey, Peru. <laughs> Um, that you can use for a quick escape, decoy, decoy detonators, um, that you just drop one and run off and it'll, it'll run off and make a nice loud and noise cause a distraction, yeah. and cause a distraction so you can leave. Um, and they give him a bunch, he gives them a bunch of stuff, just hands it over to Harry, like, here you go. And then this little witch comes out of nowhere and she's like, 
Mr. Weasley, Mr. Weasley, we need your help. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, this is their shop. Mm-hmm. I love it. And that's when we see the pygmy puffs and the love potion. Mm-hmm. And Hermione's like, oh, it's called the Wonder Witch line. <laughs> and they tell her about it. Um, they tell both of them about it. And it's like, oh, this spell in particular, this spell, this potion, love potion in particular, only lasts about 24 hours, depending on the weight of the boy in question and the attractiveness of the girl. So, I mean, like, if she's real attractive and the boy is average weight, 24 hours. Um, if she's not so attractive, but the boy is average weight, let's say maybe like, I'm, I'm just throwing out numbers. I don't really know because it's not in the book, but like 18 hours. I'm just going to put it out there. Like, never mind. We'll, when we get there, we'll get okay. there. Okay. So it, then. It was about Ron and Romilda. Oh, yeah. So then. Oh, th- anyway, we're not even going to go there. Um, George is like, but we're not selling them to our sister. Not when she's already got about five boys on the go from what we've. He doesn't even get to finish that. In pure Weasley form, she channeled her mom's energy. Mm-hmm. And was like, what are you talking about? I only have one boyfriend. Calm the hell down. Who have you heard? Yeah. It was from. As she's looking at Ron. Like, yeah. I will hurt you. Um, <coughs> And it comes out that she's currently dating Dean Thomas. Yeah, her favorite spell is Breakus Legus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then she's like. What, what was it? Whatever you heard from Ron is a big fat lie. That's it. Don't listen to Don't get your news from him. He is not a reliable source. Done. And let me look over in this direction. And that's when we see the little pygmy puffs. They're miniature, miniature puskeens, skeins, whatever you want to call them, that uh, they breed. Mm. And they're like, we're selling out of them. And then they're like, what happened with Michael Corner? Dang, they're just throwing out her business like that. And she's like, I dumped him. He was a bad loser. And then she grabs a little pygmy puff and she's like, oh, they're cute. Way to change the subject, Jenny. Way to change the subject. She doesn't have to have this talk with them. Like, chill. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, they're fairly cute. Yes. But you're moving through boyfriends a bit fast, aren't you? Oh. And she's like... It is none of your business, and I'll thank you, angrily at Ron, um, not to tell tales about me to these two. I mean, fair enough. Uh, and then they look over at what Ron has in his arms, and they're like, that's three galleons, nine sickles, and a knut. Mm. I'm going to say the K. Mm. I'm just going to. Um, and they're like, cough up. Fred says, cough up. And Ron's like, I'm your brother. And then again, he says, and that's our stuff you're nicking. Three galleons, nine sickles. I'll knock off the knut. <laughs> um, but I haven't got three three galleons, nine sickles. You, you better put it, put it back then. And mind you, you put it in the right shelves. <laughs> Total brothers. Like that is what you would do. Yeah, but then they'd be like, all right, fine. You can have it. 
They, they don't do that, which is the best part. Yeah. Oh my god. And they're just chilling there, and Jenny shows the pygmy puff to Molly, to her mom, and Jenny's like, "Oh, look, they're so sweet." And that's when we see, lo and behold, Draco Malfoy again, but he's all by himself. Where's he going? Well, so Harry, Ron. Uh, well, I think it's Harry. Harry spots Draco out mm-hmm. of the window of the shop, trying to be all sneaky and stuff. Yeah. And uh, he motions for Ron and Hermione and lets them know. And then Cloak Invisibility comes out because Harry has started to take it with him everywhere. Because Dumbledore told him to. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and they follow um, Draco into Nocturne Alley and to Borgen and Burks, where Harry ended up... Um, Using some extendable ears. No, I'm saying, was it Chamber of Secrets? Yes, it was Chamber of Secrets, where Harry ended up there. Yes, diagonally. Yes. Uh, The Dark Magic Shop. Using Weasley's extendable ears, they overhear Draco asking how to repair something. Draco threatens Borgen, showing him something on his arm. He says, um... Tell anyone and there will be retribution. You know Fenrir Greyback? He's a family friend. He'll be dropping in from time to time to make sure you're giving the problem your full attention. There will be no need for... I'll decide that, said Malfoy. Well, I'd better be off and don't forget to keep that one safe. I'll need it. Perhaps you'd like to take it now? Um... No, of course I wouldn't, you stupid little man. How would I look carrying that down the street? Just don't sell it. Of course not, sir. Um, And then he says, not a word to anyone, Borgen. Uh, And that includes my mother, understand? Naturally, naturally, uh, murmured Borgen, bowing again. After Draco exits, Hermione, hoping to learn what Draco reserved, enters the store pretending to be looking for a birthday present for her friend, Draco. Borgen, suspicious, orders her to leave and puts a closed sign on his door. Yeah. They return to Fred and George's store under the invisibility cloak. To call Mrs. Weasley, worried over their absence, they claim they were in the back room. But, you know, they, they kind of weren't. Yes. Alright, read the last paragraph. Um, Ron and Hermione bickered all the way back to Weasley's Wizard Wheezes, where they were forced to stop so they could dodge undetected around a very anxious-looking Mrs. Weasley and Hangrid, who had clearly noticed their absence. Once in the shop, Harry whipped off the invisibility cloak, hid it in his bag, and joined in with the other two when they insisted, in answer to Mrs. Weasley's accusations, that they had been in the back room all along and that she could not have looked properly. Yeah. So, I mean, we know. We know what they were up to. Yes. And Harry's like, I'm convinced he's a Death Eater now. And Ron and Hermione are like, in, the, in the next chapter, on. yeah, it's, it's he's definitely a Death Eater now. Yeah. And they're like, there is no way. Why would Voldemort want to take a teenage... Again with the computer. I'm sorry. I needed to watch that video. I know. We had a pizza break, by the way, yes. during the recording, and we were watching a, a video of. Uh, We've had a lot of breaks in this true, we have. recording. Of this um, YouTuber I like watching Avatar Last Airbender for the first time with his yeah, wife. Yeah, we'll talk about that off of this. Yes. Anyway, um, so yeah. Draco. Harry thinks that Draco is a Death Eater. And he's definitely up to something. I mean. 
Well, he, it's he's, he's a Malfoy. He's up to something. Yeah. But he's up to something in a less than reputable shop. Well, less than reputable with decent people. So I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's a reputable shop for bad people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, right up his alley. And Snape's. Anyway. No, we never see Snape go in that shop. I was just tying it back to my dislike of Snape because he's bad. Okay, you dislike him, but like... No. So, that is the end of this chapter. Um, I understand that from my hand motion, you could understand nothing of what I was trying to convey. But the hand motion was, use actual information about what Snape has done to dislike him. Don't go, whatever. He would I frequent actually... Borgen and Burks. Like... <laughs> Maybe, but... him probably would have. I We ha- don't have any evidence that he has, as an adult in the wizarding world, I don't know what he's doing, I, or was or doing, has done. Has done. Um, but he is, like, that seems like a place that he'd go to. I mean, it's if very likely. If he was likely. looking for something that he couldn't enchant himself. A slight headcanon. Mm-hmm. He did the same thing unknowingly that Voldemort did and that he worked at Borgen and Burks for a summer. Uh, it's possible. It is entirely possible. Spoiler, by the way, but not a huge one unless you know the context. And if you don't know yeah. the context, then that means nothing to you. Yeah. But anyway, we're going to wrap this up. Yes. That is the end of the chapter. Yes. Snape is evil. Draco is evil light. <laughs> Again, I think that Draco is much more permittable in what he's done. Because, again, when you when you grow up thinking you're better than everyone else, and the world conflicts with that worldview that you have, you lash out and you're hateful and hurtful. But remember, in the next book, well, in the last book, rather, well, in the next book, um, he does something which... Technically yeah. saves Harry's life. So Yeah, but I still don't call that redemptive. Anyway. It's not redemptive. It's just a good action. Yes. So, that is that. Bye. Bye. I don't like Snape.